Hey guys, welcome back hey. to the podcast by Carlos. Azurely, what are we talking about today? Okay, so I'm a little like awkward when it when I decide, you know, I want to call things and feelings crushes. So I like to call this the survey stage. Okay, what about the survey stage? So basically, when you have a crush and you just can't resist the urge to message them, DM them, awkwardly 2 a.m. Snapchat message them, then, you know, I have the perfect solution for you. Basically, what you do is you screenshot a blank message or contact field, whichever it's caught on your device, and you send um, a message, doesn't matter if it's 2 a.m. or 2 p.m., to the person you are gushing over, though. And you just ask them, hey, can I ask you a question? Now, if they're a decent human being, which hopefully they are, they'll say, yeah, sure, or okay, or just something not rude. And if they say no, then why do you still have a crush on them? You're dumb. I'm kidding. That was a joke. You're not dumb. Um, but... Actually, I think you are dumb if they tell you no <laughs> and you still have a crush on them. Because honestly, if someone had the balls to tell me no, I would, I would, I would flip my shit. I Oh, yeah. Or you would cry. I I probably would cry. You know, my sensitivity gets really bad when it comes to my crushes or whatever you want to call them. You're strong. I'm proud of you. Thank you, Azzy. Thank you. However. However. However, Wait, hold on. (laughs) However. However, um, I think that the survey stage is definitely a necessity before starting a relationship. Because it goes the survey stage, then the talking stage, and then the relationship stage. And yes. then the look like a dumbass stage. Oh my gosh. Not all the but time. Anyway, but anyway, so after they answer like, yeah, okay, I'll answer this question. You ask them, you know, or the survey question or whatever. You send that blank messaging contact field. Now, the only way I learned this is back in September of 2019. This one dude who's a whole nother podcast for a whole nother day basically slid into my best friend's DMs with this clever, quirky, you know, um, I guess, what's the word for it? What's the word? Hmm. Uh, I, I'm not, I'm not sure what you're referring to here, Azzy. Okay, so basically, like, this dude used this very well-thought-out method to slide into my friend's DMs. That's the word method. This very cool, quirky, funky, fresh method to slide into my friend's DMs Uh by asking if she could fill out a survey, which he was basically just asking for her number or whatever. And I think that that was pretty, you know, not quirky, though, but, like, really cool. Even though the person who asked it wasn't cool still, it was... A really slick, sly dog kind of way to just ask ask for the number. No, yeah. being all weird. I, I completely agree. Um, me as a um top and a person with a lot of confidence, <laughs> I will I will just straight up ask you for your number, or I I will find some way to shoot my shot at you. Whether it's oh my god, you're going through something, you should give me your number so we should text about it. Like I will find one way or another to get your number, and if you think that I won't. Believe me, I probably can get your number. I know. You're so brave, but see for me, I guess what am I? What am I? You're you're more anxious person like whenever you were telling me about that um that cute girl um Oh my gosh, I hope she listens or whatever. 
And and I told you, like, if she really does skate, you know, just slide in her DMs. Ask her which park she skates at. And I didn't do that. Instead, I did the survey method. The okay. survey. And I'm, I'm sure they both would have worked out perfectly fine. And it's still working out, I think. I'm excited. Friday's going to be a good day. That's all I can say. That's... Meanwhile, your Friday is going to be a good day. And my Friday leads to my death or to me being alive. Because, honestly, if I fail at competition this Friday, my, my teacher is going to kill me. Okay, I, I think you're going to do great. Honestly, it's don't even care about your own life. Care about the bunny's life, if you're even dealing with a bunny. I well, I mean, care about your life, too, but uh-huh. it's all on the little pedal, whatever you're trying to trying to heal, trying to kill, whatever you got to do. Yeah, but um, no, the service stage is definitely important. I wish I would have taken my time to actually go through the service stage. Um, I'm getting through the survey stage a lot more often now with girls that I find intriguing or I think I'm interested in. I have to go through that stage now because I'm like, okay, if you don't like a certain food, then there's no way in hell I'm going to talk to you or even (laughs) date you. So if I ask you about that food during the survey stage, I can stop myself from being in a horrible relationship. Yeah, it, it, I like how it went from food to, oh, yeah, I could die miserable. Like, that's so sad. But honestly, the survey stage, it's like a good way to start off like a friendship. And honestly, every relationship, in my opinion, needs a good base friendship. Like, you can't just be like, hey, let me have your number and then be like, hey, you kind of cute, though. Like, no, you have to build up to that. It takes time. It takes effort. And if you're impatient, why are you even trying to get into a relationship? Like, are you just going to get married tomorrow? Like, girl, calm down no 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 seriously but um i think patience is definitely a a, a key to um the Check surveys it. and the talking and the relationship stages because at the end of the day you're always gonna have to put up with that person it really depends on you and the person like i have a few people that i could have stayed with forever and it would have been really toxic if we did but um you know, sometimes it really is better to let things go. And I feel like you'll find a lot more red flags while being their friend. Before then starting the talking stage. Yes. You know? Exactly. Like, you can just save yourself a lot of trouble. Personally, like, it, even with a few situations, I wish I went through the survey stage. And with some situations, I didn't even have to go through the survey stage because I was already friends with some of these people. It's just you, you know always like make sure you know like what this person is like no matter if like how like no matter if they're like your best friend or like someone you thought was cute over like one picture they have on their instagram no yeah but um if if i find someone attractive me being the man that i am i yeah am, man i probably. am going to make sure that i tell you that i find you attractive <laughs> but one thing that i cannot stand about people during the survey stage, the talking stage, or the relationship stage mm-hmm. is cheating. Uh, that's stinky. Cheating is gross. Cheating is bad. Cheating is not rad. And if you're not rad, I'm sorry, but you're just, you can't be vibing. You you're can't right be vibing, bro. Right. You have to be hashtag swaggy in order to be <laughs> Hashtag swaggy. <laughs> yeah, no, it's not swag to cheat. We should, like, make a, like, slogan and put that on a t-shirt. Like, something about swag and cheating. 
my yeah. two favorite uh not my two favorite things but like my two favorite words in a sentence if yes. that makes sense no yeah 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 I, I understood your reference but um yeah cheating is horrible if you can sit here take the time out of your day to talk to someone or have a relationship with another person while being with someone i think that is absolutely disgusting and if you have that much time on your hands you should probably start binge watching a show go off no let me tell you okay so let's say you're failing english you're failing math you're failing all your core classes but you're somehow cheating on the one person who's loyal and dedicated to your dumb beep 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 then bro go study go study (laughs) go to tutorials like Dude, put down your phone and learn something. Like, hello, we have so many things at our fingertips now that we can just look up the answers for. Do your homework. Read a book. Stop messing around. Like, I'm sorry, cheaters can suck my toes, all of them. Exactly. Like, I, there, it's one thing looking at someone, and it's a, a totally different thing. It's touching someone. They're two totally <laughs> different things. Like, I can get the appetite somewhere. But as long as I take my appetite home, it's all good. Exactly. But I like that. You, I like that. Yeah. It, if you grab your appetite and you go out, out of your house and you're hungry out of your house and you're going out and you're going to find someone to, to cure your appetite that is not in your household, boy, you got some type of issues. Yeah. <sighs> Yeah, this this can go on and on. So, also, I feel like the survey stage is kind of like, it's not just like one question, like, hey, let me have your number. It's also like, they're really like setting themselves up, which is what you're doing in a survey in a way. It, mm-hmm. Like, I kind of like how it like contradicts. And so basically, you really do find out a lot in this quote unquote survey stage, like if they're cheat, like if they're cheaters, if they're just like a bad person, if they're smart, if they're dumb, if their ego is too big for their head. But nobody's perfect, but there's no, no excuse. You're right, you're right. You can tell that I, I'm very conceited uh, by the way I talk, by the way I express myself about myself. You, you can tell I'm pretty conceited. But if it's one thing I know how to do is actually put my pride aside. I had a few times where I refused to put my pride aside because I felt as though there was no point. And there might have not been a point, and there might have been a point. But yeah. I, at the end of the day, I know when when it's the proper time for me to put my pride aside. Set it down, baby. Set it down. Exactly. And, you know, it, it's it's crazy how people can sit here and think that they're right all the time. That, like, during, during the survey stage, if you have someone that's constantly like, oh, my God, no, that's not how that goes that's a red flag yeah and if you find yourself in a talking stage and you have no idea what to find yourself talking to them about ask them questions like what's their favorite tv show or um was that ever around growing up you know get get a bit sentimental with it they'll they'll appreciate you actually looking forward to what they have to say and people love talking about themselves i know i like to call that like the wholesome um section of the survey mm-hmm. like just the what's your favorite tv show what's your favorite color like the little questions mean the most because like you you can miss them like if you ask big questions like right off the bat it's kind of like 
I don't know how to describe it. It's not like weird or anything, but it's just like you know, you barely even you barely know this person. Like, mm-hmm. at least ask me like when my birthday is, or like ask me my favorite color. Yeah. Also, I'm really picky, so maybe like that's why like most of the surveys like never sent through. But like this survey is going really well. I just like it takes time, it takes patience, and it takes a lot of I think confidence. Yeah, no, yeah, you're absolutely right. Like, one of my favorite things to ask someone, um, since most of my friends are females, um, I only have a few male friends because most of my male friends end up being toxic, but the few that I have now are not toxic. But one of the, yeah, one of the questions that I like to ask my friends or acquaintances whenever we first meet or shit maybe my even future girlfriend (laughs) um is what snacks do you like to eat on your period oh that is like game changer right there that is a game changing question and people take so long to answer it because they're like wait someone actually cares about that like if you're on your period and you were wanting to kill someone that day and you you're just having such a rough day i'm gonna be like oh your favorite snack? I have that for you here. Let me feed bag. you them Oreos, baby. Let me feed you them. Yeah, it, it's it's little things like that. Because, you know, you, you could be having a rough day while being on your period. And all of a sudden, I come up to you with your favorite snack. Like, it, it's little things like that that can change a person's day or a person's mindset. I know. Because, like, okay, so I know I'm the one who slid into the DMs. And I'm, like, just comparing, like, all these, like, little things. But, like, this person was, as like, asking me, like, what kind of music do you listen to? Like, what kind of movie genres do you like? What kind of, like, movie is, like, you know, just what's your favorite movies just in general, TV shows, all that stuff. Like, and all I had to do was throw some balls, screenshot, like, a blank contact field, and send it. Like, I know it's cheesy. I know it's kind of, like weird maybe to some of you I don't know mm-hmm. but honestly it just took a few words and a screenshot of a message field and it's a game changer no yeah like, just it, that it could general. literally be so simple and it could literally bring you so much happiness well it, it really depends because either it could bring you down or build you up and in my opinion you can always take something negative and turn it into a positive like exactly don't be nervous like you know i like to say this a lot but yolo baby you only live once no, make yeah. up for all the regrets you have and just do it TM. matter of fact don't even make any regrets don't think about things that you did in the past that you wish you didn't do because at the end of the day if you keep letting it eat you alive like that it will continue to eat you alive like that so the day you die and s- turn your regrets into a tattoo that says hashtag no regrets. That was dumb. I'm sorry, but like <laughs> no man, get that tattoo <laughs> so on your sorry. ankle, on your wrist, on your arm, anywhere. You get that tattoo. Coach. Hashtag no regrets. Coach. I just get big life coach energy from you. And you know what? I I, I like the fight that people like see me as a life coach and people can come up to me and ask me questions hey I have no idea what to do in this situation because not only do I like helping people but I like to know that someone's not here feeling the way that I have felt before Mm -hmm. like useless or 
you know, unwanted in any kind of way. And to know that I can help someone stop feeling like that, it, it really does change a person's perspective. Because if I had someone for me the way I am with other people, I would be a totally different person that I am today. But I'm not complaining about not having anyone around when I didn't have anyone around. Because at the end of the day, if I didn't, if I had people around, I wouldn't be able to help people now. Exactly. You would be dependent on others. And see, that's kind of like my problem in a way. Like now I'm trying to like figure things out on my own, which is also working really well. But it's like once you like stop becoming like dependent on people, like even in relationships or friendships or like whatever, like and you can battle things on your own, it's just such a great feeling. It's an award like you give to yourself. And not only does it help you, but it gives you the ability to help others. Like, I'm just rephrasing what you said, but I like, that really like speaks to me. And I like got it. I like clicked. No, yeah. I used to be a very codependent person. <laughs> and I used to think, oh my God, if this person leaves me, I, I don't know what I'm going to do. Oh, baby, no. I I felt that way before. You know, I was very close-minded at the time. You know, I wasn't very open to the whole, you can survive in your own thing. I I was very scared of being alone due to um, the the issues that my father created. So I always felt the need to have someone around. Now, the person that I opened up to the most left. And look at me. I thought I, I thought I would I will I thought I would be would be crying right now, but I'm you're still standing. I, I'm I'm fine. I'm actually fine, and and I thought I wouldn't be because I've always been stuck in that mindset of being codependent. Mm-hmm. But that person taught me to be independent, whether it's a family members, of friends, of relationships she always told me to be independent mm-hmm. and, and see, independent. like oh, go ahead go ahead okay see okay I learned that from like meeting toxic people in my life and I'm not saying like I'm saying like don't like purposely go out and find a toxic person just so you can come out stronger like try your best to avoid those people at all times like trust me it'll save you a lot of time and it'll give you a lot more joy but just always like, make sure before you, like, jump into anything, like, the survey stage or even, like, I don't even know, like, just a regular friendship. Like, make sure you're just dependent on yourself. Because I know, like, some friendships and relationships end from clinginess and just being too clingy. And it's it's kind of, to me, it's kind of, like, rude. Or maybe it's just, like, an annoyance level someone has. I don't, maybe I just don't understand. But I don't know. It's just not swag to like always be like dependent on other people like asking them for help or advice you know that's always good like that's what friends are for but don't like expect them to deal with your problems like 24 7 because they not only like don't okay they not only not have the same experiences as you but they also don't know how to deal with everything like you've been through and so like they may also end up feeling awful for not being able to help yeah if if it's one thing I hate, it's making people feel bad. And although some people deserve to feel bad, karma's going to go ahead and do that for you. Mm-hmm. It's going to hit you like an ice cream truck, baby. 
Now, I, I pray to God that the ice cream truck doesn't hit you, but um, karma definitely will. Yes, an ice cream truck won't hit you as a form of karma, but like karma does hit as an ice cream truck. This is why I'm like failing English. <laughs> um, but if if I could help people more often, I definitely would. And this is this is for anyone listening to this podcast at the moment. If you ever need help, you can reach out to me. I am very open-minded about situations. Sometimes I will take your side. Sometimes I will not because we're not always right. However, I will defend you on the parts that I need to defend you because at the end of the day, someone always has their rights and someone always has their wrongs. Yeah, and y'all can reach out to me too. Like our socials are in the link below. I'll honestly just like ask Carlos to like put my number out there since I'm doing this thing for Lent and I don't have any socials whatsoever on me right now at the moment. But yeah, just feel free. Give me that email hit up, that phone number hit up. It's whatever. Like I love answering. I can answer back pretty fast. No, yeah, me too. The only thing I really have going on in my life is the competition, really. Everything else, I'm usually just chilling at home. So if you ever need someone to talk to, if you ever need advice or just someone to listen, because I can tell you as of right now, Azurely and I are very good listeners. You can just reach out to us. You know what, man? We're all ears. Mm -hmm. Like literally all ears, like our whole face. Just ears. (laughs) This is why we're it's, friends. It's just one big ear. <laughs> we gave each other each other's ears. That, that's a joke, guys. I, that, no, like, I, I really hope. I really hope that they caught on that that was a joke. Yes, I'm pretty sure they did. But yeah, I think I think the survey stage is extremely important, and I I would definitely go back and redo a few things with a few people. Um. And not just to, you know, change things, because if things changed, it was obviously for a reason, like, things wouldn't change unless they needed to be changed. Mm-hmm. Preach, Papa. But I, I would definitely go back and feel a few things twice. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, I wasn't always emotionally strong. I... I've always been pretty weak. I've always had people tell me that I'm pretty weak. Um, oh, more... you're the strongest person I know. Don't put yourself down. These haters. Well, they, they, I mean, if they. if you call them haters, then mom, as really just called you a hater. <laughs> but no, um, I I can definitely say that I've gotten emotionally stronger, and I've gotten. I don't want to say better at hiding my feelings, but um, because that's that's never healthy. You should never have to bottle yourself up. But I have gotten better at controlling them and letting them release and stay calm whenever I need them to be. Mm-hmm. See, I don't know. I'm just, I'm really proud of you. I feel like you've come like a long way. And even though I've only known you for not even, maybe like a good half a year now, like I just, I've seen true like emotional growth, like not trying to be like that typical like Twitter post, but like 2020 is the, is the move. 2020 has been the move. Cause you know what? I have been getting my money. I am emotionally stronger. I'm physically stronger. Like my biceps have gotten pretty bigger, Yeehaw. but 
you know, I, I've started reading books more often. You know, I stopped being on technology as much. Like, I can walk down the street with my music playing and just admire the flowers that I see around. And I can definitely say that a few people have imp- have had that impact on me, that positive impact. I'm glad, bro. And it's good to meet people like that. Definitely good to meet people like that. Yeah, uh, I truly wish that everyone could have a bit of the person that I had. Not in a relationship wise, because the relationship wise that was not that was not a good thing. But mm-hmm. um, you know, she she definitely built me. She built me up. Uh, a few people have. Yeah, I I could definitely say that ever since I've had Azurly in my life, you know, Aww, things, things things have been a bit different. You know, I don't, I no longer feel alone because I can, you know, I've, I've never been one to like completely feel alone, but you know, it, it, I, it just, it just feels nice to have company sometimes. And I know people are like, yeah, you know, I like to have or handle things on my own because, you know, it's just more efficient. Yes, it might be more efficient. (laughs) That's me. You're adding me. At the end of the day, it's always better to talk to someone. Like not to be one of those cliche therapists or anything, it it's genuinely nice to have someone listen to you for once. Yes, and on yeah, just in all honesty, there like there's always someone who cares. It may not seem like it, man. Th- I, this is how like deep I feel like most of these things are gonna get, but. You know, there's always someone out there who cares about you. Something you may be going through, it may not feel like there is. But trust me, there's always either a parental guardian or a friend or a teacher. Someone's always there to listen. And I honestly, I was honored when, like, Carlos opened up to me. I don't know. He just gave me those vibes where I felt like, you know, he like he's the type of person to, like, keep his doors shut and not talk it out. And I just feel honored, like, when he gave me his trust. I felt like I was, like, doing something right. No, yeah, I don't really open up to many people. I've opened up to Asterly. I think you were the second person oh I opened gosh. up to like that. And mind you, I haven't even opened up to you all the way. Yeah. So yeah, you know, I'm I'm typically one to keep my door shut because people do tend to leave me. Um, but I've realized that that's one of my toxic traits is that. If I don't let people get to know me, how will we ever grow? Mm-hmm. And I, I think that's where a lot of my, my flaws came from in relationships and friendships and any any kind of relationship there is. Because if I don't let someone see my true colors and what I've been through to let them know why I am the way I am, how would I ever expect them to understand me? Exactly. And you know how you can do that. You know how you can show your true colors and really open up by the good old survey stage. Yes. Leads back to the first step. And I I, I strongly suggest you taking these steps because the survey stage is definitely definitely needed because before you get into the talking stage you're gonna have to go to the survey stage because or even like before the friendship stage if anything because it's like just getting to know someone doesn't have to be like romantic 
Yeah, and speaking of friends, I I've had a, a few good friends. Like, um, I've had a few bad friends as well. I had a friend that was extremely jealous of me. Not jealous Just of me, Colston? but more more selfish with me. And every time I had a problem with someone, or I, you know, or someone cheated on their partner with me, you know, she she would open her mouth and. It would never be her place to open her mouth about something like that, but she always had the audacity to do so, and I got a, into a lot of trouble with that friend. And if you can stop yourself from getting into those friendships, I strongly suggest it, because although I do miss her, because me and her were really good friends, I do not miss the way people were treating me when they seen me around her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Bro, I want to give you a hug. You sound like kind of sad. No, dude. I'm I'm honestly kind of hype about this because, you know, I'm I'm helping people. I'm giving people advice. It's already impacted a, a few people. So, to know that I can sit here talk about my story and talk about my experiences and help other people at the same time, it it it, give, it gives me joy because I would never want someone to feel the way I felt. Yeah. Same here for me, too. Like, no one deserves any of this bad that comes into their life, no matter how much bad you've done. And whatever it is that happens, just know there's always someone who cares. I mean, even though me and Carlos don't know y'all, we care. And once again, feel free to talk about it with us. Like, we're literally all ears. No, yeah, and even to the people that have broke me and, you know, have done something negative that impacted my life negatively in any way, I, I'm i pretty sure I've probably told them at least once that I would always be there for them. And that's something that I will always live by. No matter how dirty you do me, I will take the time out of my day to make sure that you're okay because it, it's something that I've promised. Mm-hmm. and see too like especially with people who've done you bad really like try to search deep in your heart and try to find forgiveness because you really don't want to be carrying around envy no matter what they did to you no matter how right and in the good you were like still there's always room for forgiveness and sometimes you have to be the bigger person with the bigger heart and you have to make up for what they've, you know, for what they've caused you. Now, I'm not saying get into that person's life again and go through no. that entire No, no, definitely not. <laughs> definitely because not. that that would be Mm-mm. shitty advice. <laughs> no bueno. That I hope I didn't get that point across. I'm kind of bad at explaining. But no, no homie, you you're doing really well. But um, I'll always try to make sure you keep an open mind about things like that because at the end of the day, you have no idea what a person is going through. And yeah, that person might have put you through stuff, but you know, you could potentially save a life one day. Like, I, not to be cocky or anything, but I know these podcasts are going to help people to the point where they're going to listen to these things and they're going to think, okay. Maybe life isn't so bad, you know. There's other people with the same experiences, and they have survived this. So, 
you know, if someone else could survive, it's survivable for me as well. And I, I mm-hmm. want to make sure that people get that point across because if me with the brain that I have could survive what I've survived so far and being 16 years old, you can definitely survive it as well. Yeah, you are strong, guys. You may not know it, you may not believe it, but anything is possible to come over, like to get over and come through with. Anything is. Don't give up on yourself. Stay strong. Also, drink water. Please drink water. It's good for your mental health and it's good for your immune system. Stay hydrated, guys. Make sure you eat breakfast. Breakfast is good Please. for your metabolism. Bananas, great way to start <laughs> off your day. The iron. <laughs> the iron. Okay, guys, we're going to go ahead and wrap this podcast up. As really, is there anything else you want to say? I just want to say, you know, what I said, stay strong, stay safe, don't do anything I wouldn't do, and, you know, be the light in someone else's life. Yes, sir. Okay, guys, you can go ahead and follow me at Hellboy Carlos on almost all platforms. And hit me up. Oh, my number is 281-739-1989. So, you know, if you really need anything to talk about, I'm my doors are always open, unless if I'm asleep. But other than that, like, once I wake up, my doors are reopened again. Okay, guys, stay tuned for more podcasts. Yes, sir.